Uh, let's see. Mention Corey Law from the Whitetown County Health Department was going to be joining us this morning, and we're going to be talking about the Whitetown County Community Lab on the public health side. Plus, we're going to, uh, since we uh, kind of got a jump on it on Tuesday, we're going to be talking about uh, emergency preparedness and weather awareness tips with Corey. And we're also going to get a visit in uh, with James Garcia with Whitesake County Animal Control. Uh, but uh, I'll let you both say hi, and then we'll start with Corey. Good to have you in. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. Corey, good to see you again. Uh, it's good to be back and, and talking about something other than, uh, you know, uh, respiratory illness this time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we, I'm glad we uh, kind of hopefully scraped that off for a while. Yep, so uh, I, I'm here mainly uh, this morning to talk about the Whiteside County Community Lab, uh, which is actually a service that uh, the public health side of the health department has been providing for uh, quite a while now. Uh, we actually have two laboratories at the health department, uh, and they are both supported by LabCorp, which is uh, a, a global leader in uh, laboratory services, and actually a lot of providers in the area utilize LabCorp, so it's a, it's a trusted lab. Uh, on the community health clinic side, our federally qualified health center, uh, they do lab work for patients, they run insurance, they have a sliding fee, but on the public health side, what we have is the community lab. Uh, and the community lab is open to anyone. You don't have to be a patient. All you need to do is have a lab order. You need to either bring that uh, with you uh, the day of your appointment or have it faxed before your appointment. Uh, and the benefit of the community lab is it is low cost. We work directly with LabCorp and we're able to provide discounted labs uh, because we don't bill insurance. Uh, so to receive service through that community lab, you pay cash the day of. Uh, and uh, results are then sent directly to your provider uh, after that lab is run. Uh, and to take advantage of the community lab, uh, it's, it's only open certain days, uh, which is uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from 8 a.m. to 9.30 uh, a.m. And again, you do need an appointment and a, a lab order from your provider. Uh, so looking at uh, the, the costs, I just, uh, you know, I, I said that it's inexpensive, but that, that, that's hard to kind of talk about, but uh, without uh, giving you some examples. So uh, some of the common labs we, we run are uh, CBCs, uh, which is a complete blood count, a complete metabolic panel, a lipid panel to measure your uh, cholesterol, uh, and an A1C. And those would run you about $22 each. Uh, some of the other ones we see are vitamin D, which is uh, $26, and titers uh, that check for immunity to see if like uh, you're still protected against measles, mumps, uh, or uh, other other uh, vaccine preventable illnesses, and those will run typically $22 to $75. And to put that in perspective, uh, that could potentially uh, cost you hundreds of dollars uh, at other providers. Wow. Uh, so again, that, that uh, by not billing insurance, by working directly with LabCorp, uh, again, we're able to provide a pretty significant savings uh, and are some of the least expensive laboratory options uh, in the Sauk Valley area. Well, Corey, who is uh, this community lab for? Looks like just about everybody. Uh, that's absolutely right. So anyone uh, in the county, outside of the county, anyone can take advantage of the community lab. Uh, again, all you need is that order from a provider and an appointment. Uh, 
Many people who take advantage of the community lab do have insurance, but they find that the cash price that they pay uh, for these discounted labs through our community lab is will actually save them money versus having their insurance billed uh, for the laboratory. Uh, so if you are needing frequent lab work or extent, you know, extensive lab work, you know, again, that's that's something for you to consider if you have insurance uh, or, or not. Uh, you know, you can always uh, give us a call uh, to check up on a price of a lab. But again, I, I can guarantee that typically we're going to be about the, the least expensive or at least one of the least expensive uh, options in the area. Uh, so again. Once you have that lab order from a provider, uh, I highly suggest that you give us a call to schedule an appointment. Uh, and you can just call the normal health department number at 815-626-2230 uh, and choose that option three. Uh, and again, our appointments are available Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 8 a.m. to 9.30 uh, a.m. All right, great information there. Yeah, once again, uh, call the health department to make an appointment, 815-626-2230. Choose option three to schedule that appointment and Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 8 a.m. to 9.30. Well, Corey, we kind of got a little bit of a teaser on uh, weather to come on Tuesday. That was uh, a little bit scary. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, the, the main thing I want to talk about uh, regarding emergency preparedness as, you know, the seasons are changing, weather is changing. I mean, just, just since the start of 2024, we've had a couple of events. Uh, we had that really prolonged extreme cold in January. Uh, that caused a host of problems. Thankfully, not maybe as many here as in some of the, some other areas, uh, but was still, you know, uh, a challenge for, for everyone. And then, uh, yeah, just uh, on the 28th, we had, uh, you know, tornado in Anawan. We had some pretty uh, high winds. Uh, so as a reminder, uh, just to everyone out there, you may know this, you may not, but Illinois has had a tornado uh, every month of the year. Uh, so, you know, uh, we, we tornado season, uh, as we call it, is where we, you know, expect to see uh, more, but they can happen at any time, as we saw uh, February 28th. Uh, so the important thing for the public to to do is uh, really just to be aware. Watch those weather forecasts. Uh, you know, a watch, if, if you if uh, someone's issuing a watch for severe weather, it means that there's potential for it to occur. And that's when you need to start, you know, uh, taking action, following your plan. Uh, if they're issuing a warning, tornado warning, severe thunderstorm warning, that means it's happening right now uh, or it's, it's a very imminent threat. Uh, so that's when, you know, you need to go to your basement, things like that. So again, uh, the, the key uh, is to be aware of what's happening. Uh, and doing that through, you know, uh, you can do that through TV and radio. Uh, you can download uh, apps. Uh, FEMA has an app that will allow you to set up locations and then you'll get those emergency warnings there. There are other uh, apps like uh, Weather Channel, I think, has an app that will uh, send weather warnings. And, and of course, uh, following uh, social media for city, county officials, uh, utilities, uh, and making sure that, you know, if you have uh, family or friends who maybe are elderly or um, might not be able to access the internet or something like that, that, you know, if you're finding out that there's severe weather coming, that maybe you let them know, just give them a heads up. Yeah, what I really appreciate, well, much like Tuesday and uh, on some uh, <laughs> iffy days throughout the winter, 
you put out information, and I don't know how many resources that go to, but uh, that is so greatly appreciated. It gives everybody a heads up, almost ahead of uh, uh, some broadcasts. Uh, absolutely. You know, we're, we're happy to do that. We try to share that on our social media as well, but I just pulled that straight from the National Weather Service. So, uh, you know, heading to that National Weather Service website, following the National Weather Service social media uh, is really the key to, to you know, have that, have that heads up and, and uh, be able to prepare. Well, there are some uh, basic weather tips, and uh, uh, might as well review those just to update everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thunderstorms uh, and actually actually tornadoes, uh, everything like that, is typically uh, the best place you want to be is indoors. So when the sky, sky darkens, the winds you know pick up, uh, where you want to be is indoors to avoid debris. Thunderstorms typically have a lot of lightning with them, which is actually one of the major causes of uh, weather-related fatalities. Uh, and again, you're going to be more protected inside. Um, you know, for tornadoes, you, you want to, uh, if, if there's a specific sheltered area, you want to head there. Otherwise, you want to find uh, a small interior windowless room on the lowest level of the building. So if you have a basement, you know, head to that basement. If you, you don't have a basement, again, you're looking for a small interior windowless room, and that's going to protect you if there is flying debris uh, the best, offering you the most protection there. And then, of course, we're going to start seeing a lot more rain, so potential for floods. Uh, I think we're pretty dry this year, so uh, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm going to knock on some wood that we aren't going to have as much flooding as we have in the past years. Uh, but if you ever see uh, flood waters, stay out of them. Don't try to drive through them. You know, turn around uh, and, and try to find another route because it does not take much uh, to, you know, sweep you off your feet uh, or uh, take your car. Well, um, we're uh, visiting with Corey Love from the Whitehead County uh, Health Department, uh, looking at some weather emergency preparedness. Well, you know, one of these days, of course, uh, we get those uh, slugs in there, usually uh, middle of July into August, uh, where it is almost unbearable outside because of the heat. Yes, and uh, actually we broke quite a few uh records in February. Thankfully, you know, it's it's not that hot, but uh, we, we did break some records there. So uh, an unfortunate thing with, um, you know, heat uh, is that it can uh, cause power outages uh, and things like that, So as well as winter storms. So uh, just uh, with heat, you're going to want to wear light uh, colored clothes, drink plenty of fluids, and again, uh, you know, try not to spend a lot of time outdoors during those super hot days. Uh, Air conditioning, uh, even for a short time, is a, a pretty uh, substantial protective factor against heat-related illnesses. Uh, so, you know, go inside, go into air conditioning if you don't have it in your home. Um, you know, uh, visit a, a mall or, you know, a grocery store or a restaurant or maybe even a friend. Uh, and, and that'll be something that can uh, definitely protect you. And then again, for uh, power outages, which is something we'll, we uh, can experience any time of year, but uh, severe storms and heat can uh, cause as well. Uh, main thing is make sure that your mobile phone, especially if that's how you're going to get that warning that a tornado or something is coming, uh, is charged. Uh, at all times and then uh, if you do lose power make sure to keep your fridges and freezers closed to protect that food and uh, prevent uh, foodborne illness. Well Corey I always say you provide us with the best information and we got quite a bit in. Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully it helps someone. Certainly appreciate it. And also with us 
from Whiteside County Animal Control, James Garcia. Good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you. Wow, how you been? Good, good. How about you? Well, um, you know, I, I think we're uh, moving in the right direction. We'll get the spring going. I'm ready. You're ready. So, um, uh, you're with Whiteside County Animal Control. How, how long have you been with Animal Control now, James? Uh, 17 years now. 17 years? Yep. Wow. So, yep. Uh, another three and then... Uh... <laughs> More like another seven or eight, probably. Wow. Yeah. Well, why not? Well, thank, thank you for your extended service Well, there. thank you. So, you must like what you do. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and... Uh, Animal control, what do we get to uh, present today? I want to kind of build off of what uh, Corey was saying about the weather. Um, when we're coming into this the storm season, that we do have some county ordinances that require uh, pet owners to bring in their dogs when there's a national weather advisory, whether it be for cold, heat, thunderstorms, tornado, you're required to bring your, your uh, dogs in. Wow, is that new? Um, that We passed that a couple of years ago, wow. I believe. So we normally, when we have a severe weather coming up, we do post on our Facebook page, you know, the advisory and, and informing the public that they need to bring in, bring in their pets. Yeah, you can't forget about them. They're a member of the family. Yeah, yep, especially under extreme weather. Right. You know, and uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was some of the challenges we're facing right now, uh, post-COVID, um, for the animal world, whether it be for the the shelters, the rescues, or the animal controls. COVID really presented us with a lot of challenges that kind of affected everybody on every level, whether it be medically, physically, emotionally, or financially. Um, we had a record number of adoptions mm -hmm. in 2020 well, and 2021. Um, unfortunately, now that we're somewhat post-COVID and everybody going back to work and rent protections ending, we're having a, an increase in animals going through nationwide, not just us, um, through the shelters. Mm -hmm. And so that presents a unique challenges for us. You know, last year we took in almost 800 animals and uh, it's a lot to care for and a lot to try to find placement for. Yeah. So I was here to hopefully encourage some of your listeners to go to our Facebook page and like the page and they can share on there. We post animals that come in whether it be ones that are dropped off by the public that are found, ones that are picked up, or uh, ones that we are adopting out, and uh, to share posts with as many people as possible. So to get the word out there to help us try to get homes for these animals. How do you take care of 800? A lot of work. Yeah. It's a it's a seven days a week, 365 days a year, wow. 24 hours a day care for them. Uh, and, do you have uh, staff or volunteers? How yeah, we have, we have staff, okay. yeah. We have, there's a total of uh, five staff wow. there, and uh, they do a phenomenal job, and they put their heart and soul into trying to find homes for these animals. Wow. And so it's a lot of work, but it's also rewarding. Mm -hmm. So we want to encourage people to share as much as possible our posts and reach out. And uh, so we've been doing that a lot. We've had a pretty good number of animals already for this time of year. Typically, there's not a lot of action in the January, February but I don't know if it's just because of the unseasonably warm weather, but we're having quite a bit of animals already. And, you know, we're not even really into the warm months right. when, when you really see an uptick. So I want to get as many people as possible to go to our page and like it and share our posts. So are we looking at cats and dogs? Cats, well, yes, we tend to deal more with dogs because okay. we have a, a, a TNR program that helps solve a lot of the problems with the cats. Hmm. But dogs right now are probably the biggest challenge for us 
Now, I know, uh, I've actually, somebody called me last year and said that uh, they came from a couple of counties away and made an adoption. Oh, yeah, we had, yeah, we've had people come from other states and other other counties throughout the suburbs, you know, to, to come and, and help us adopt. They've been a huge, huge uh, help for us in, you know, in us finding placements. So we're grateful for that, and we just want to see that, you know, more right now. We really do need a lot of people to try to reach out and help us. So when somebody uh, adopts a dog, I would suspect it's already spared, neutered, and vaccinated, and ready Sometimes to go. they are. Sometimes, sometimes they, they aren't, but then um, they're allowed to get them fixed, and we do cover the cost mm. of the spay and the neuter. Mm. And um, um, is that, that's a lot, lot of animals to feed. Do people make donations? Yes, yes, we do have. Um, we've been very fortunate that the public has stepped up a lot in the last year, and sometimes they'll will have stuff come in through Amazon. You know, sometimes people will come in with donations, right. and so it's always appreciated. Yeah, yeah, we're really grateful for that. So um, all kinds of dogs, uh, big ones, little ones? All kinds. And, yep. and, and are some of these forfeitures or are some of these strays? Combination. Combination. So we're seeing uh, last year was a big increase in relinquishments. Hmm. People are struggling financially. Right. Everything's gone up from food to vet services to, you know, uh, any other product associated with animals. And so there's right now everybody's struggling. So unfortunately, we've had a record number of relinquishments last year. And we're seeing it already. You know, this year people are still, unfortunately, having to relinquish their animals. Well, somebody, uh, let's say somebody wants a, eh, let's get the kids a dog. Uh, can like the whole family show up and kind of take a view of what might? Yeah, we we post on our Facebook page um, the animals that are available for adoption, and then they can call in mm -hmm. and uh, ask for a, an application. They can set up a time where they can come in and meet the animal that they're interested in mm -hmm. to see if it's a wow. fit for them so there's a slight process to go through for right. you know but we encourage people you know to call in if you'd like to come in and meet one of the animals wow yeah and uh, uh where, where are you located and uh, what are the hours 1701 industrial park road mm -hmm. um in rock falls we're there open to the public from nine nine to five mm -hmm. monday through friday okay. holidays obviously and the weekends were right. closed right wow well, uh, they put in the application. So you're kind of you're kind of doing a, a review of who might be adopting and uh, yeah. a, a dog yeah. into a forever home. We want to make sure they're all compatible. Yeah, we we want to make sure. You know, we we try to do as the best we can on a background check. You know, obviously, we got to make sure no previous charges right. for animal abuse or right. anything like that. You want to make sure that it's going to a good stable environment. And that it's a good fit for not only the animal but for the family, right. you know, because ultimately it's about the safety for the the public and making sure that the animal's a good fit. Well, if somebody's you know kind of in that financial thing, and it's like, my gosh, the pet is costing me so much money. But they're at the same time they might want to weigh the forfeiture fee, which I'm sure there is one. Yes, there is. There is a relinquishment fee based upon whether the animal is is altered or not okay. because ultimately what happens is when when individuals want to surrender their animals to us then we bear that cost because mm. we have to spay or neuter the animal right. provide any vet care food and uh, and housing for however long it may have to take to adopt that animal right. or transfer it out it could be a month or mm. two and so that's what that cost is helping you know recoup some of the expense yeah. 
you know, to try to, you know, get the animal taken care of and get it out. Well, let's try and get that population down there at the uh, Whiteside County. Uh, is animal shelter, is that what we call it? Whiteside County Animal Control. Animal Control. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's got to be a big building. <laughs> it, it's, it's a fairly good-sized right. building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, do you accept any volunteer help? Like, no, unfortunately, we do not. Okay. We do not do any uh, volunteer. Some people might say, hey, I want to go do that. But, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, James, thank all, and and just go to the uh, Facebook page. Yes, please there go there, are. like the page, and if you see an animal on there you like, you know, please inquire about it. If not, share, yeah. share it with others. Yeah. Set up that appointment. Yeah. Well, Corey Law, thank you so much for your information. Thank you. And uh, James, again, thank you thank for stopping. You. Yeah, boy, we we hit some good.